Hello, and welcome to the Mom Plus Podcast, a podcast that is for and about women who are moms plus so much more. Each episode is designed to introduce you to a new mother who is pursuing her purpose while also fulfilling all the responsibilities that come with being a mom. Sit back, be inspired, and get ready for the show. Hey, 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 lovely ladies. Welcome to the Mom Plus Podcast. I am your host, Celeste Lessie Charles. Today we are continuing our chat about homeschooling and we're getting some incredible tips from a mom who has also been an educator for a bunch of years <laughs> and she's taught ages K through fifth grade. So if you have a child in that age range, be sure to keep an ear out for the gems that she is dropping throughout this episode. But before I go into further details, y'all already know what time it is. It's time to take a breather. If you're new here, this is a chance for you to de-stress and take a few moments to center your heart and mind and really just unplug for a couple seconds. So right now, if you can, close your eyes, unclench your jaws, Relax your shoulders a bit and breathe in and breathe out. Clear your mind from all the things that you did or didn't get to do and breathe in, then breathe out. Breathe in peace, breathe in relaxation, breathe in acceptance. And be reminded that you are accepted by God, your creator, and your father. And now, breathe out. Breathe out stress. Breathe out anxiety. Breathe out all the stresses that come with trying to achieve perfection. Breathe it all out. <laughs> Just breathe it all out. And now you guys already know it's time to smile. <laughs> smiling helps to fight off stress. So we encourage smiling around here. All right. <laughs> so now that we're all on the same page and just a little, a little unstressed, I don't know if that's a word, but if it is, whatever, just go with me. <laughs> now that we're all on the same page, let's get into this episode. All right, everyone. So today I am extremely happy to introduce to you guys um, Anne, Anne Garcon. Hi, Anne. Hi. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, it's so funny because Anne and I, we were actually on a panel, I think it was last week. Yeah, we were on a panel last week um, and we realized that we like know each other for years, but I don't think we have ever like met, met each other. It's so weird, but we are learning more and more about each other and just in a week's time. It's amazing. I know, right? <laughs> so, Anne, I am extremely happy to have you on the show today. Um, and I'd ask if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself to our listeners. Sure. Hello, everybody. My name is Anne Garcon. I am the proud mother of three children. Um, the husband 
the husband, the, w- <laughs> <laughs> the wife, the one husband, <laughs> um, I am a teacher by trade. I am um, a worship leader, a recording artist. Um, and yeah, that kind of sums up who I am. I love it. I love it. I actually came to know you initially because of the worship leading. Um, cause okay. I don't, I don't remember for what or for where, but I know that I've seen you live quite a few times and absolutely love you. Like amazing, amazing voice, amazing ministry. Um, we're not here to talk about that, but I have to just go ahead and insert that. So the people know you got a worshiper here. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, all right. So can you tell us a bit, you said that you have three children. Can you tell us the ages of your children? So Melody is 10. She'll be 11 next month. Oh yeah. Um, my son Owen is nine. He'll be ten next month. They're literally a year and three months. Oh shucks. Wow. Sorry <laughs> about that. Um <laughs> and my last, her name is Bailey Ann. She is going to be nine months tomorrow. Oh yeah. Okay, so it sounds like we have just a little bit to talk about because we have a a ten almost eleven year old. A, a nine, almost 10 year old. And then we have a nine month old. So if you can tell us what was your journey to motherhood? Like, did you, um, did you want to have your kids close together? Like was, you know, like give us a little bit just about your, your journey. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, we got married and, um, uh, we, 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 we tried to have kids right away. Um, I always knew that I I was meant to be a mom. (laughs) I had just had that motherly instinct. Um, And so, um, I mean, we weren't, we weren't trying to stop it. So it just wasn't happening. Um, To the hospital, found out I had PCOS. Um, And I'm finding like a lot of people that have the same, the same condition. I'm like, I didn't know anything about it. And I was like, wow. And so it, once, once the doctor explained it to me, it, she, she explained it in a way that really scared me. Cause it was almost like she was telling me that I can't have kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a way to break the news. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but, um, I come, I'm a PK. I come from a praying home. So we prayed that thing out. Okay. That's like, it. <laughs> um, I, I can't lie and say that I wasn't nervous or afraid that I wasn't going to be able to have kids. I did get, you know, fearful and frightful. Um, but God came through. So three years later, my daughter came, uh, and, um, literally when she was three months old, uh, I started to feel some type of way. And I was like, hold up. This feels, this feels like familiar. Oh my God. (laughs) I took a test and I found out I was pregnant again. Oh my God. (laughs) So from not being able to have any to like popping up like pills, right? So I, um, I literally fell on the floor. My husband's like, that's not a good thing to do. But I, I I felt so guilty. I was like, she's only three months. And the first Mm. words that came out of my mouth were, oh my God, OMG, OMG. So my son's initials are OMG. Oh my God. (laughs) And so, yeah, we, we, this is where we are. We are, we're here today. Oh my God. I love it. (laughs) That is beautiful. That, oh my God, that made my heart smile. That is, 
Oh, that really made me happy. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I just love that, you know, I've, I experienced something very similar and I, I know a lot of people, some of which who have actually been on the podcast who have a similar story where it comes to being diagnosed with PCOS mm-hmm. and feeling like, oh crap, like I, you know, like I'm not going to be able to have kids and then pop, 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 like, you know, God does his thing. And, you know, it's just the, any, any time I hear a testimony, um, it's like, it, it never gets old because it just shows that the Lord is seriously, like he's just doing, he's doing his thing and he's, you know, he's, he's defying the odds. He's yeah. defying the odds. And, um, that's super encouraging. Oh, it always encourages me. Like, to the max. So I love that story. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, all right. So let's move on a bit um, to talk about your purpose slash passion slash career path. So I know that you said that you are an educator. So can you tell us a bit, how, how long have you been in this career? Is it something that you want, you knew you wanted to do since you were younger? Did you kind of like fall into it? Um, just tell us a bit about um, that journey. I always knew I wanted to be an educator. Um, I fell in love with my first grade teacher. From there, I was like, I'm going to be a teacher when I grow up, right? However, growing up in a West Indian household, my mom, well, I'm Haitian, right? Um, You can only (laughs) be two things, (laughs) a doctor or a nurse, right? So, (laughs) So I was like, oh, so I have to be a nurse. Um, then I got to college and I realized that I'm, 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 I'm allergic to science. So oh God, wait, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't, I just can't, I couldn't do it. Biology. What? Like what? So <laughs> I, I had to, I had, I literally had to have a conversation with my parents and say, this is not what I want to do. This is what you wanted me to do. Right. So all throughout high school. Like I went, I was in a nursing program. I think I, I graduated, um, high school with my, my uh, as a certified nursing assistant. Wow. Not what I wanted, you know? So when I got into college, I was like, I'm an adult now. Um, I can make my own decisions. So I had to have a conversation with them and say, you know what? I want to be an educator. I want to be a teacher. And they were surprisingly okay with it. Okay. All (laughs) right. I pursued that route and my grades just started like you know, soaring. I was like, that's the reason why I was doing the wrong thing all along. Um, so I've been in education for, uh, over 16 years. Wow. Um, yeah. And I love it. Like it, you know, it's, it's everything. Um, I've taught all the way from kindergarten to fifth grade. Um, and it's, it's, it's a blessing to just, you know, have these kids come in, sort of like a blank slate you know Mm -hmm. and they leave knowing so much and you're like I did that you know like I contributed to that and so um I think it's it's you know one of my one of the one of my greatest accomplishments you know um as and I feel like this is that's one of the things I was placed here for as well so uh yeah so I love teaching um and my children also benefit from it you know I may be a kind of slickler for you know when they do messy work or if they're not putting it all in because I know what I would expect as a teacher right. <laughs> but they benefit from it because like they're always at the, they're at the top of their class they right. you know they yeah they're they're, they, they've been reading since they were three years old wow beautiful like, real books not just like the dog is you know like right. real like books so uh yeah so it's a blessing 
That's awesome. So tell us a bit about um, what it looked like um, when you were like in, in your field, in, in your field, um, but then got pregnant and then got pregnant again. So what was that, um, what was that part of the journey like? It, it was tough um, having to go back to work with you know, and they were still young, I'm still nursing, having to pump at work, and then, you know, being exhausted, you know, dealing with 26 students all day, and then having to come home and be mom, um, and teacher, and, you know, trying to juggle those, both of those roles, it was, it was tough, but, um, like I said, I had a great support system that really, you know, my husband is really hands-on. My mother-in-law, she was always around. She um, helped in any way that she could. Um, and, you know, I had to, I had to, I had to sacrifice some things, you know, <laughs> even if it was rest <laughs> to wow. make sure that I was present and that I wasn't just there, but I was present because I would find myself, myself just being there, but not really being there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. um, so, and I, and I'm glad that I caught myself earlier early enough to 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 catch it and to fix it um but being present it just it made you know it just showed them that they matter you know that they're important to me is you know just as important as my students were even more important than my students are you know um, I put all this energy into work but then I come home and I'm like done no I had to I had to really um catch myself wow Wow, I really uh, love what you said about being there, but not necessarily being present. And mm -hmm. I think that it's very easy as mothers um, to get to that place, you know, whether we're working moms or whether we're stay at home moms, you know, it's very easy, especially when the kids just be doing the most. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. They do the most, you know, <laughs> they do the most. So it's very easy. But um, I, it's my prayer that someone hears that and it just, you know, a bell goes off and it's just like, oh crap, you know, mm -hmm. like that's where I am. But you can always, you can always change. Like you can flip the skirt and it's like, you know. Um, so, you know, along those lines, what does it look like then to be present versus just being there? So what are some of the things that you had to kind of not force yourself, but what are some things that you had to do to kind of pivot from for example, coming home from work tired, and it's like, as opposed to, I don't know, just like this, this, this done, like, what are the, some of the things that you did to make sure that your children knew that you were present? I had to be intentional about the time that we had together, um, because it wasn't too much. By the time I come home, um, gotta, you know, gotta get dinner ready and get homework done um and after about an hour <laughs> you know it's time for them to go to bed yeah. so we didn't have much time anyway so I had to be intentional about what that time looked like and so if we were sitting together on the rug we were playing we were doing something engaging engaging their minds engaging converse you know in conversation just yeah. so they knew that we weren't just there just to be there but I created things within that time to make just just to be engaged um and I think that's also in uh you know I'm also a marriage ministry and I talk to my husband about it as well sometimes we'll sit and sometimes I'll say you know what we 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 don't we we don't do things together 
Yeah. What do you mean? We're we're together all the time. I said just because we're together doesn't mean that we're doing things together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important that you're intentional about what you're doing in the time that you are together to make it count, to make it meaningful. Um, And so that's what I would do with the kids, whether it was taking out a little board game or, um, you know, going over their sight words as an educator, of course. Uh, You know, (laughs) doing puzzles or coloring together or you know you know you know just devotion time together learning learning their prayer you know what I mean so it was just being intentional about what we're doing in these moments to make the moments count oh god I love that oh my goodness I absolutely love it and I think you you hit the the what is it the key on the head the head mm, the nail the nail you hit the nail nail. yeah (laughs) (laughs) the nail on the head um it applies you know obviously to motherhood but to all relationships um Mm -hmm you know, being present and being intentional. And it's literally just being intentional about being engaging or engaging yourself in the, in the relationship. Love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. Um, okay. So you, you talk a lot about, um, kind of being a teacher, obviously in your, in your school, but then being a teacher at home, right? So is what, how do you, or what do you do to reinforce the things that they're learning at school. So we've been um, uh, we've been doing, uh, not a series, but the moms that I've been interviewing have been speaking a lot about homeschooling and, but they're kind of talking from the perspective of younger kids, um, younger as in like four or five, mm-hmm. three, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so your kids being older, they, I'm sure they have, you know, like the schooling, uh, I forget what it's called, but I know that they're giving them things to do at home. So it's like they're quarantined, but they're still getting remote learning. Yeah, there we go. Remote learning. Thank you. Um, So do you, do you feel like you're still in, um, like, do you reinforce things or is the remote learning enough since they're already home? What is, what does that look like now? So my children have um, always soared in school. So they always, they were always able to just get what they learned. Um, Thank God for that. Um, But then my daughter got to a point where math became more of a challenge for her. And so uh, I would have to find, you know, and I I wouldn't, I wouldn't, just because you're an educator doesn't mean that you know everything, okay? So um, I had to, you know, reach out to her teachers to find out exactly what it is that she would need help on. And YouTube became my best friend. Mm. So I would find videos that taught whatever she was struggling with on her level um, and then work with her through it. We would actually do um, problems together, you know, see who who would get the problem first or, um, you know, who used a different strategy. So I would, you know, try to see how I could help her in that way. Um, wherever she was, wherever she was lacking. Um, And I also think that parents should know, I mean, I know it's tough, you know, to just have been thrown into like the, the assistant teacher role. Yeah. (laughs) No time. Right. Um, But I think because it it, it is what it is, you kind of have to roll with the punches and figure out how you're going to work from now on, because we don't know what's going to happen in September. You know, we don't know what's to come. So I think it's important that parents, you know, you know, if first of all, reach out to the teachers to see how they can be a support to you, but also you know, there are, everything is online. Like if you go and you Google, I can standards, you know, for whatever grade your child is, it, it 
puts it in layman's terms, you know, in terms that you can understand as a parent, not in a, not as an educator. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, there's some jargon that you just may not know because it wasn't right. your field of expertise, but um, you can you can understand it in a way that, um, that you can help your child. And then I'm telling you, YouTube, everything is on YouTube. Like you'll find videos that will teach, you know, from ABCs to geometry, you know? Um, so I think it's just about being, uh, proactive and trying to find ways to meet those needs. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I was actually going to ask that question, but you answered it. Um, like, you know, these are some amazing tips that, uh, parents who were kind of thrown into, like you said, the assistant teacher role um, that yeah. they can, you know, lean into and take and run with because uh, we don't know what's happening and our kids yeah. still need to learn. We can't just leave them exactly. stranded. So we got we got to do our part. Um, all right. So let's uh, take a shift just a bit. So I know that you are um, pursuing to become a children's book author, which I think is super exciting, um, super exciting. Um, So how does the pursuit of something new, um, like now in this season, change based on where you are as a mother now in comparison to where you were when you were um, in the beginning educating with with, um, two young children? So, So when I had Bailey, so I had Bailey in 2019. My dad died in 2018. Uh, That was the worst year of my life because Mm -hmm. my dad was like everything. Um, And I didn't really get a chance to fully grieve. Um, And I feel like I just never really accepted that he was gone and that he was never coming back, you know? And so um, when Bailey came, I feel like God blessed me with Bailey um, to kind of heal the wounds that I had from my dad leaving. Um, And so when she was born, she looked exactly like my dad. Oh my God. Listen, I got chills, but I also, you know, when she, when I would look at her, I would get sad. And I was like, okay, this is not a good feeling. I shouldn't be sad when I look at my baby. I should be happy. Right. But I was kind of sad to the point where I just, you know, and it, you know, it's, it's hard to say, but this is really what I was experiencing. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to look at her because I felt like this is my dad. And I would just cry. Every time I looked at her, I would want to cry. And I felt like I was going through a, semi-postpartum depression because I was missing him so much. I was loving this baby, but I couldn't really hold the baby the way I wanted to because I was thinking, you know, it was just so much, so many emotions. And so I was like, why, you know, I was just inspired in that moment to just write a book. And so I wrote a book, (laughs) it's a children's book, because I wanted to reach out to mothers about this feeling, um, to know um, not only is it, is it, is it normal in some cases, but to definitely seek help 
but to also, you know, show children what they can do in the times if they see, you know, their mom, you know, reacting in certain ways. Because my kids would see me crying sometimes um, and, you know, ask what's wrong, but then I would, you know, play, kind of play it off. <laughs> so when I wrote the book, um, I read it with them and then they were able to see that they were the characters in the book and this was a story about them and how, you know, and it, it, it gave the kids in the story tools to help the mom if the mom is going through um, something like that. And it's called Mommy, How Can I Help You? So that's the title of the book that I wrote. And so um, it, 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 it just kind of showed them, you know, or you know, gave them steps. Well, not my children per se, because they didn't know what it was, right. but children in general steps on how they can help mommy if mommy is ever, you know, in a place where she just can't control her feelings. Um, so it was inspired um, through this actual pregnancy that I just had. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's, wow. That's awesome. That's really powerful. I think it's amazing that the Lord can literally birth something new and something that will not only help you, but who knows however many countless others get their hand on this book, you know, um, mm -hmm. through an experience that was in the beginning or initially, you know, not so good. It's like, what is it? What, what the, oh gosh, what the enemy meant for evil. The Lord Exactly. And I think that's, the, that's exactly what comes to my mind when I hear this. And yeah. I think it's beautiful also that in the midst of something that's so trying, you still had the, or the Lord kind of gave you the push to birth something else new. Like that's, yeah, that, that's amazing. Exactly. That's that, amazing. you know, and I'm, and I was, I'm so grateful for it because <clears throat> I was a little embarrassed to talk about it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, because no mom should look at their baby and feel bad you know and so right. it was it was kind of embarrassing how I was feeling but I was like well what if there are other moms out there who are afraid to talk about it right. and you know they they remain in that place or um you know they 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 feel like they're lesser than because of feeling that way you know what I mean right so I thought it was really important for me to um share that story so that others can be healed by it that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. I love it. Um, so we are nearing the end of our conversation. Aw, because <laughs> it's so good. Um, but um, I do ask all of um, the, uh, my interviewees this question, and that is, what advice would you give a mom who feels like she can't pursue her own dreams because of motherhood? Mm, okay. I think that pursuing your dreams <laughs> in the midst of motherhood right is is setting a good example for your children yeah you're showing them that no, there are no barriers that um that can block you from pursuing what your purpose is what you mm -hmm. think you were placed on this earth for um i think just settling you know and i'm not going to say that moms who do just settle and say you know what i'm just going to be a mom i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that but if right. you feel in your heart of hearts that there's more right to push past that just i'm going to settle because people you know it looks good you know right. and just know that you doing it at the same time that's that's powerful you know that's that's showing your children that you know you can do anything you can do yeah. all things through crisis strength yes yeah um 
that's my um our my our kids that's their favorite verse um and i kind of embedded it into them right because in, in this household we don't say we can't we can yes, we can do it. all things it doesn't matter what it is we can do all things through christ's strength and so if they when they see me working and and going after you know what i want um all the different you know goals that i have and i'm actually accomplishing them it's showing them that they can do it too right we're their number one models they're looking to us to see what they can do in the future or even better and so i say to all moms don't settle like if you know that god has called you to more it's quite disobedient to just sit and say okay I'm yeah right so like do do what god has called you to do and be all that you can be so that when you actually leave this earth you can say that you've died empty yeah that's true and you know you you said something really important there um you sitting down on something that the lord is calling you to do is is disobedience, <laughs> which isn't, um, nothing good comes from, from disobedience. <laughs> and even on top of that, it's like, if the Lord is calling you to do it while you're a mother, he knows what you are. He knows, he knows you're a mom. He knows your kids. He knows, he knows it all. Um, uh, but if he called you to do it, that means that he's, he's given you all that you need and will continue to give you all that you need, all the grace, all the resources, the tools, whatever it might be to get it done. So if he's calling you, just listen. He knows, he knows the deal. Um, all right. So again, and thank you so much for joining us. And before we actually go, um, where can our listeners find you? You can find me on Facebook, um, Anne Garcon. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram, A Garcon. Um, I recently started this um, More Like You Kids Bible study session on Wednesdays for ages for kids ages five to 12. Um, but kids that are three and four have joined as well and they have a good time. We It's called Bible Talks and Jesus Fun. And so we just talk about the Bible. We have fun and we grow together. Um, It's called More Like You Kids Edition. It's on Facebook. Um, I also have some music out in iTunes. Um, I have have a ministry called Ann Garcona Now, and we have a single, we have a single out that we released last year called Worthy to be Lifted Up, and we have an EP um, called Lost in You. So yeah, those are the places you can find me. Excellent. And I will definitely be sure to um, put all of that in the show notes. So if you're driving, showering, washing dishes, whatever you're doing, if you can't, if you can't follow right now, don't worry about it. Just come back in the show notes. I will have everything listed there so that you can connect with this amazing woman and mom of God. Um, So again, and thank you so much. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I really had a good Wasn't that an awesome interview? (laughs) Anne is literally the sweetest and I'm sure her testimony brought encouragement and inspired you to live out your purpose as a mother and in every other area of of your life. Um, Anne spoke about doing more than just being present with our children, but going the extra mile and really engaging with them in a way that they'll know that their mom has time for them all the time and that really really resonated with me just the importance of us not just being moms um because of a title you know and the things that we need to do around being moms meaning like providing you know food and nurturing and 
cooking and you know all of those things um but really being present and enjoying them and and allowing them to enjoy us and as you heard you know I mentioned um that my response to that was that it's important for any relationship um for us to really be engaged and I realized that it even goes beyond relationships but it's really important for us to be engaged in our lives you know um Let this podcast be a reminder to live life on purpose. Every moment counts. So be sure to show up and live your best life, boo. Okay. (laughs) Um, So before we go, I just wanted to give you a quick reminder that I meet with the Mom Plus community every Monday at 8.30 p.m. for Mom Talk Mondays, where we basically talk about topics related to motherhood and life in general. So be sure to join in on the fun on my Instagram page at Lessie's World. And as always, please, please, please be sure to rate our podcast five stars, (laughs) comment, and most importantly, just share this with another mother who could use some inspiration in following her purpose. Um, well, all right, ladies, (laughs) that is all for today. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for your support thus far with this podcast. It means more than I can really say, seriously. Um, so yeah, I love you guys. And remember, you're a mom plus so much more.